0: Okay, we should be good now.
1: Okay, looks good. All right. I
0: like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we, are we going?
1: Oh, we can keep going.
0: I mean, are we ready to go? I don't feel ready. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, pause it. Pause it. <laughs> You're listening to This Is Married, your weekly source for the ups, downs, and all-arounds about love, marriage, and relationships. I'm Winston
1: and I'm Lauren and we're here to share with you the things they don't tell you about getting married, being married, and staying married.
0: We're laying it all out there when it comes to finances, home ownership, traveling together, therapy, and much more.
1: So sit back and listen up because we're about to tell you about the stuff you never knew you needed to know about marriage.
0: Ready? So we're going to go. One, two,
1: three. You did it. I did it. Good job.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Question mark.
1: <laughs> um welcome back, Winnie. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New, New
0: Year. Wow. We made twenty twenty three.
1: Twenty twenty three. It's you and me. We're here right now. Oh wow.
0: Bars. Bars. Oh wow.
1: Oh wow. (laughs) I'm so sorry that everyone had to experience that. Maybe we can cut it. Maybe we can leave this part on the cutting room floor.
0: Oh, we'll we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll have to talk to our editor.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, well, I guess we'll get into it. But um, I just want to paint the paint the scene for everyone. Uh, Winston is here uh, with a half liter of water and his favorite sake in a can. And I'm here with no beverage because I drink all my water, my allotted water for the day. And uh, I'm doing this so sober January, dry January, and February and part of March. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little sad. I don't have my... Requisite tequila or gin cocktail or red wine. But I'm also happy because it's just better. It's just better, Winnie.
0: This is good. You're doing it, baby. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm
1: doing it. So how, yeah. how, how are you really? <laughs> so how are you really?
0: Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm good. I, I am very rested, I think, from the holiday break. It's funny, I worked all last week, but since most people didn't, I was kind of hyper productive, which is awesome. So I, it kind of felt like a day off because I had, like, no meetings, you know. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're still trying to get this house stuff settled. And that's kind of, like, in the back of my head right now. So I think I'm trying not to – I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be, you know, excited but you know we have one last hurdle we have to kind of get through so I'm just trying to to not think about that um and you know physically i did like a almost an hour walk today so uh with the doggo about 50 minutes proud of you and, you know you so go. that was that was good it was nice out um and yeah i mean i don't know i'm Like I said, I think just with the house stuff and just, you know, winter is always kind of like a rough time for me mentally Mm -hmm. in terms of just like, like the, the, what they call it, the seasonal affective disorder, hits hard. So, um, you know, just trying to like get through (laughs) to the summer or to the spring, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm feeling.
1: Maybe you need one of those light therapy things. I know
0: all my coworkers like suggest I get one and I think now's the time I think I should invest in one so
1: my mom has one and well the first time she got it you know she got excited she got it and she opened it and she turned it on but it was like late at night and then she ended up being up like really late Mm. (laughs) so word to the wise a cautionary tale (laughs) if you're gonna get it Open it in the morning or during the daylight hours when you want to be awake because it works, yeah, maybe a little too well
0: yeah yeah i I might have to look at the Amazons yeah um, after this podcast
1: yeah, you got some Christmas money. <laughs> you make that happen,
0: <laughs> so how are you really doing?
1: um let's see i I actually went the old school route and took down some emojis to associate with my, my feelings, how, I'm, how I am really. Um, and mentally I put the musical notes emoji because it just feels like harmony up in here in my brain. Like I'm doing the things that I wanna be doing. I'm like getting stuff done. In a reasonable amount of time, I feel like I got this. I'm handling the business. Very proud of myself. (laughs) Um, Emotionally, I put the little um, smiley face with the sweat drop on the forehead emoji. Because um, I don't know where I was actually emotionally (laughs) with this. But (laughs) I feel like I just want to be like there. I don't know what if anyone understands what there is, but like I'm like anxious to get to the place. So I think we can put a lot of things in that like blank space. The house, um, anxious to get to like the weekend (laughs) anxious to get to like you know all of the like plans we have for the house um to get finished with this apartment and like wrapping things up and you know putting all of our stuff away it's just like my emotion is like it's anxiety I suppose so that's that that lines up (laughs) 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 um relationally I put the prayer hands, which I found out, and now I can't unsee it, that those are, it's actually two hands high fiving. Did you know that?
0: No, I did not know that. That's the emoji. Oh. Yeah,
1: it's two hands high fiving, it's not praying.
0: Oh. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Well, I think it's one of those things where it's universally used as the prayer hands. So people just do that. It's like, it's kind of similar with like GIF and GIF. Like, people just say GIF even though the guy that created GIFs, GIFs, came out and said it's GIF. Like, people just say GIFs. And I think that if it's like, if it's, if communication, language is for communication, right? So, Whatever, you, whatever floats your boat. If you say gif, I'm going to understand what you're talking about. If you say jif, I'm going to understand what you're talking about. Unless we're talking about peanut butter and moving graphics in the same conversation. <laughs> that was a very serious tangent for my emoji. I'm so sorry. But um, I've, I've got prayer hands as the emoji. Um, and I think I'm in a place where I just want to be supportive of like, uh, you and I are and in and, like where we are as a couple and also want to be like, supportive of like all of the relationships that I'm, um, working to build and keep strong so I'm making it a point to like reach out to my friends and you know send them random things when I think about them and um, I think by in my heart I'm just hoping that like they can see that I'm doing that and um that they understand that I haven't forgotten about them (laughs) 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 and that Winston doesn't think I forget about him either. Cause I, I do get wrapped up like my, the anxiety that I have about all the things going on. I feel like it really has consumed me and, but like I have anxiety around like my relationships too and making sure those are in a good place. So, um, you're a part of it and it's okay. I think. It's all it's all going according to plan. Um, physically, I put the uh, smiley face emoji with the sunglasses on because your girl is doing seventy five hard right now, okay. And it's a mental toughness challenge, so really it should be about what I'm where I'm at mentally. But there are physical things to do, and as a result, physical benefits usually if you finish. And um, (laughs) what can I say? I worked out twice today. One of those workouts was outdoors. I was in here six in the morning in this very room in our studio slash gym slash office, lifting weights, sweating, doing planks. My muscles were like vibrating. I was on it, Whitney, so. I'm just I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses inside. As you should. Okay. That's right. <laughs> um and spiritually I put a plug. I think um my spirit is is high at the moment. I'm feeling even though there's anxieties, I'm feeling uh in a a very positive space. And that I can like take on other people's spirits and lift them if they are down, and magnify them if they are already up. So, uh, I thought the plug emoji was appropriate, and that was my merps. You skipped some some.
0: I uh, did. I went did all over like, the place. You did
1: like a map. I I, did,
0: I <laughs> went all over the place.
1: I think you did some with me. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. So, well, that's that's good. Thank you for sharing, Winnie. I always love hearing
0: thank you for sharing.
1: I always love hearing how you're really feeling. <laughs> it's important. It's important. Um, let's talk about this week in marriage. Very good news. Um has it, nothing to benefit us. I guess we, maybe we could. Maybe we could. I'm I don't down. know. I'm definitely down. (laughs) Um, Our governor in the state of New York uh, signed some legislation amending um, uh, a law uh, that has to do with uh, marriage. So um, this new amendment says now that uh, officiants can essentially be registered and all set up within one day, and it can be anyone. So joining individuals in marriage is a beautiful moment that should be shared with an officiant selected by the spouses-to-be, Governor Hochul said. And by signing this legislation into law, she continues, we are eliminating any barriers to becoming an officiant so friends and family members can share such a meaningful time with loved ones of their choosing and have their marriage recognized under New York state law. There
0: you go. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I,
1: love that.
0: like, I love that. I love that. And, and it's, it's, it's crazy that it's only now a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Honestly, I didn't know it was a thing, um, that it wasn't, like, allowed and, like, not a quick thing, I guess. Because um, now I'm just thinking about what we would have done had we tried to go forward with our original wedding plan <laughs> yeah like what what were i i couldn't find like what the original thing was like did you just have to wait longer is it the the change about the one day
0: i I think it's like you have to be i know you can can register online to be an officiant yeah and it's as actual actually legal
1: yeah through the universal life church
0: yeah but i think there's like steps to it and it's Mm -hmm. very involved Mm -hmm. and you know uh, you know you're officiant I guess you can be efficient for everybody's wedding if you want to. Yeah. Whereas this is just literally like if you want your mother to be efficient, or you want your cousin or aunt or whatever, or your your best friend to, to officiate your wedding. I guess it just eliminates all those steps, and then it also makes it like it's through the state, so it's just. It, I guess it just streamlines the whole process. So yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting. I, I'm I. I, I don't know too much about it because we again we got married at City Hall. There's also there's an officiant there who was you know by the from the state I yeah. guess who was great. She was great.
1: <laughs> we were into her. I gotta you know? look at that license, find out what her name was. Right. She's just I, a I, nice lady.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I they did they do a really good job at New York City like City Hall. I like know, they I they love they, it. they put in like. A lot of work and effort into it to make it really feel like, you know, um, like one of your ceremonies that you'll go to. Yeah, it's been like thirty thousand dollars for. I wonder um,
1: what it's like. <laughs> I wonder what it's like post-pandemic, though. Don't you?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I truly don't know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. I, this this is good. Like I I, it just seems like so. I don't know, just like such a no brainer, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, I, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just like, it's a small thing, but it's like makes me happy to live in this state, you know, because yeah. we kind of, we're thinking about these things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what What are y'all doing in other states? Like what's, what's allowed? What's not allowed?
0: Uh, apparently in <laughs> Texas... Like you, like they can't sell liquor on Sundays, but they also can't sell liquor on the Monday after a Sunday holiday. Oh no! You know, so that's what we're up against. Oh, you know, no. in terms of like, I guess progressiveness. Wow! <laughs> so, you know, I I I'm not mad. I'm I'm really happy. Um, this opens up, I, I think, like a lot of opportunities for people who are getting married. You know, people who, yeah, like like they said in the press release, like you want your grandfather to officiate, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, they don't have to go online. They don't have to do like whatever. They don't have to get registered. It's it's really simple. So, yeah, Let's not bad.
1: Let's go. <laughs> and we're we're available. We're available. You know, if you if you like this dulcet Towns of Lauren and Winston Ford, and you'd like to hire us. To officiate your wedding, we are available.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Put me in, coach.
1: I'm ready. You know why? Because income, Winston. <laughs> we got to pay this mortgage. That,
0: that too. <laughs> we we are looking for more sources of recurring income. Yes.
1: So <laughs> Let's <you know>. go. <laughs> also, we love that you're getting married. We are absolutely happy to set you up. But also, please pay us. <laughs>
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. Thanks, Kathy Hokel. Good job.
0: Yes. So let's talk about this week's topic. Uh, and this is, uh, was it part three or four in our, our journey towards the house leadership? journey?
1: The house journey has begun.
0: And we're
1: taking you through the motions.
0: Yeah. So this is uh, the next part, which is why we didn't move to Kingston. Yeah. Because
1: because why we're talking about this town in particular is because we were all the way sold <laughs> on Kingston, like visiting every quarter. <laughs> we had fr- we had a friend in Kingston. yeah. Um, we shopped there, We ate there. There were many Black Lives Matter signs. And it just was like, this is it. This is where we going.
0: Yeah. So let's like actually um, rewind a bit for people who don't know. Like Kingston, New York, is a really kind of cool small town in Ulster County. It's probably about two hours north of the city, and you know, it's one of those places where it like a lot of towns. In the area, it was kind of like this, you know, it was in this post-industrial malaise and like a lot of artists and like people from Brooklyn started moving up. And now there's this like really interesting and cool kind of community and vibe that's happening in Kingston. It's still fairly diverse you know Ulster County is like really interesting cuz like New Paltz is, is there as well it's another like really cool so
1: cool like
0: small town love New Paltz you know uh, so diverse it's yeah. like um
1: it's like a little mini Toronto in there
0: yeah it's, it's super crazy and that's a college town um and then Woodstock is really close yeah so we went gone to Woodstock a few times and You know, most of y'all know Woodstock from Woodstock, um, but it's also a really cute, like, small town. So cute. You know, so I think, like, we started going up uh, during the pandemic, like, a lot of people. (laughs) Um, And even before we had the car, before we had Luby, we would, like, rent a car and go up. Like, there's a really cool uh, trail called the Shokin Trail, which is really cool. Um, that's just, like, a rail trail that's, like, a really easy hike. And, you know, we took Hattie up there, and then uh, we went back and just, like, hung out there. Um, and, you know, again, like, there's all these, like, really cool small small towns, and it's very progressive, and there are a lot of people, you know, from Brooklyn moving in, which I, there is, like, an air, an air of gentrification mm-hmm. about that. Um, but, you know, it's, just like, a place where... We definitely felt like we could see ourselves, you know? yeah
1: yeah i um i I remember like the first time that we went up there and did a hike, and we were with Hattie, um it was like uh. I don't know. It was that November. Like I, I was doing seventy-five hard for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I needed to do my outdoor workout, and uh, it was probably the first place where we were like, okay, let's let's really truly explore and check it out as like somewhere where maybe we would consider living um, after we did the Matrix. So that's why I think. We were out there so much and um, some of the things that we were doing as far as a family and like building some of our memories, um, you know, really resonated there. So I liked I liked going even though you had me outdoors in the in the in the nature
0: as you do in nature in the Catskills. <laughs> despite why, despite it why you' show cat skills you're not gonna be in nature okay
1: <laughs> okay well I'll be inside but um it was it definitely was a place where I think it felt comfortable enough that we were just we were just in it and I was like okay we, yeah. could, we and we you know we kind of we settled in so nicely like it didn't feel uncomfortable at any point yeah um I feel and that was kind of the nice thing so that was why
0: we were going to move to Kingston
1: (laughs) the long and the short of it so why didn't we go
0: yeah so I I think that once we and I'm trying to like what is time I'm trying to like think Mm -hmm. of the timeline but I think when we started to really um, say, okay, cool, we're going to buy a house in 2022, mm-hmm. we started to, like, I was at a job at the time that was being very kind of like wishy washy, I think, about mm-hmm. like return to office. Yeah. As most jobs were. I, I think like a lot of companies would like to have their workforce forced in the office but a lot of employees are kind of like, I don't want to go in the office every day. And I think that company was just trying to find that balance. right? And I think, like, I I think that company, like the company I work at right now is like, has kind of like, you know, made the office optional. But at the time we didn't know. And I think we didn't want to make a commitment to a place That was like so far away that if I need to get to the office, it's like a two hour drive, maybe even more with traffic. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like thinking through like a crazy scenario where I would like drive in and because a a coworker at the time was like living on the Connecticut, Massachusetts border. He's like, I'm gonna drive in, I'm gonna get a hotel room, I'm gonna do like this and that. And I was like, oh, I could do that too, you know. And it just kind of was one of those things where. It kind of felt a bit unsustainable um, to be so far away from mass transportation and be so far away from, you know, like the city if I need to get into the office. Yeah, basically.
1: And it really sucked. I mean, you know, kind of looking back on it, I feel like it sucks to like have to be in a situation where your job dictates like where you can live and. I guess it's like most of people, most of the time (laughs) in most of the world for most of the time we've been alive. But now like that remote working is a thing and we've all figured out that for the most part, you can do your job from anywhere. (laughs) It kind of like made me upset that we were having to like adjust for your job because i knew how much you liked kingston too
0: yeah 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 and, and i think it's 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 a weird thing i'm i i mean until the pandemic i don't think people realized that you could do your, your job and be productive mm-hmm. anywhere in the world you yeah. know um And yeah, I I think it was probably the right decision. I think Kingston is, I I, you know where we're we're you know like like living or hoping to live like very soon with the house. It's close enough to the city that there's a connection to the city, and we can get down there we want to. We have like friends in the city. There's people we hang out with, and I think Kingston was like a bit too far. Um, so I think it was probably the right decision, but you know, I I I think, yeah, like just looking at like like like, I for me, even looking back on it, I'm kind of like I'm glad that we'll be closer to the city because if I need to go down to the city, I can. Whereas Kingston, it's far enough for us. It's like, you you could get lonely, Mm -hmm. right? It's like it's 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 a small town, it's a lot of great, awesome happening things happen, you know, you know, going on there, but it's not New York city. And it's, it's to the point where it'll be a pain to get into the city, especially mm-hmm. driving mm-hmm. and like sitting in traffic and all these crazy drivers out here. So I think like we, you know, we'll talk about this in later episodes. We sell in the best of both worlds because we wanted to be able to like kind of have that. Yeah. And, you know, I I think that the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm okay with not being, you know, in Kingston. Yeah. You know. And, you know, work is 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 one thing, but like friends, activities, things like that, that's another thing. And, you know, I I think I'm I'm starting to value that as well. So
1: I still want that historic building.
0: I know. We almost bought a place in Kingston that had a storefront, and that would have been really interesting.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) I still want it. I did take it off my likes list. I was tired of seeing it just hanging there. It was Mm. taunting me. Mm. But it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) My saved homes. My saved homes is now full of, like, mansions. (laughs) Things that I just could never and would never.
0: Mm. You never
1: know. I suppose not, but oh, that's a lot of house. You it gotta, is a lot. Of house. You gotta hire a staff when you get a mansion.
0: Yeah, I don't have time for that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, be chasing after people, being like, "You didn't clean this. No. <laughs> you didn't balance my checkbook." <laughs> I don't have time for that. All right, Whitney. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Well, that's that's the news on why we didn't end up. Taking Kingston as our place to live, Um, it was a nice dream while it lasted. Um, It almost felt real and tangible. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we we just want our cake and we want to eat it too. Yeah, that's all there is to that. Um, We're gonna be in New York still. Like y'all gonna find us at the at the hot new restaurants. Okay.
0: That that's the thing too. We don't have to really change anything. We don't have to change our doctors yeah. or Yeah. You know, our like, you know, you're going to get your hair done yes. every four to six weeks. So um, a lot won't change and I think that's like I'm a, I'm appreciating that with our decision. So Me too. All right. So let's keep it moving. And we are talking about the Ask Us Anything. And I'm going to set this up because I, I read this Reddit thread before it got deleted again. 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 How did that happen? I don't know. I have I have some theories. Either like, you know, somebody posts on marriage about a problem and their significant other like reads the thread or like, you know, like goes on their laptop or whatever. And the person's like, oh, no, I got to delete it. Or they post it and then they get so like, you know, shook about their, their partner finding it or like, you know, maybe their friends finding out like, yeah. or whatever, they did delete it themselves.
1: They, I mean, they also it was up for 9 hours.
0: Yeah, it, you know.
1: <laughs> and they got so many responses. There are a lot of comments. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to figure out like what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or, or maybe it's like you get the comments you're like oh that sounds okay, cool and then it's good, like yeah. delete And it. delete it yeah um, you know because it's like your life is just out on the internet so there
1: were a lot of details whoever yeah. it was they knew who they were once they were reading about yeah. themselves
0: <laughs> there yeah. were a lot of details so I I, I, I read the thread and want to try summarize it okay. and then we can react to it so uh you know this cup married couple, I think they're in their late 20s or early 30s. Um, Essentially, uh, husband and wife, they have two kids and another one away. So they're going to have a total of three kids. They bought a house that's a 3-2, which is a decent amount of house. But they feel like with three kids, you know, and, and, you know, five people in the house, the wife wants a bigger house. When they were searching for the house, originally, the wife always wanted a bigger house, but they settled on a smaller house because just because at the time they didn't have kids and, you know, they're just kind of like out, out here, didn't want to spend more money, etc., etc. But now, faced with three kids, the wife is kind of saying that they want a bigger house, like a larger house. Um, and... The problem is that the husband started his own company and is, you know, as when you start your own company, you're paying yourself and you're not making that much money and then also the wife is like a stay-at-home mom to the two kids that they have and they have a, a third in the, you know on the way. So the wife has a nursing degree But has decided to be a stay-at-home mom and not really wanting to jump back into the employment, you know, field, whatever. So, you know, I guess there is a blow-up between the husband and the wife because the wife is like, hey, we have a third in the way. We need a bigger house. And the husband's like, you know, I can't afford a bigger house right now. And you refuse to go to work, you know. You know, like, and I guess, like, the wife felt some type of way, and there's kind of a blow up. Uh, The husband also said, too, that his wife, you know, doesn't want a job. And apparently, when she gets a job, she's hot headed, according to him, and, you know, will quit a job like really quickly. So he's also not confident in the wife kind of maintaining a like long employment history. Which you'll need for a mortgage. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a really interesting situation. I think the husband is kind of, um, you know, asking what to do. You know, he does he sees a need for a larger house, but you know, the economics just don't work, <laughs> in his opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think he was just kind of seeking help and seeking, you know, some advice.
1: Yeah, he wants to know if he's, like, crazy or, like, how to approach.
0: Yeah, he wants to know, like, you know, yeah, like, both, right? Like, is he being unreasonable? Um, But then, like, how do you approach this with the wife?
1: Yeah, I think um, the first thing to do here for us is to yes, we're going to give you the advice that you're asking for, but we're also going to give you the advice that you need. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't ask for, and, uh, but it's, it's necessary before you go and do anything. Um, and what you need to do is go to therapy. True. Uh, <laughs> you need to make a budget. Um, and you need to be open with that with that budget, with your partner, though uh, your wife is not contributing monetarily to the the money in the household, the income coming in. Um, she is doing work. Um, and with that work, she's has she has she should. It's noisy in Brooklyn. <laughs> Why is it like this? She should have some say. Um, and. With like the time that she's spending at home with the two kids and being pregnant, like she's probably exhausted. Um, and, you know, I don't know if he spoke to like what his contributions are when he gets home like, to helping around the house or helping with the kids, like that kind of stuff definitely I feel can probably build um, resentment. So I don't necessarily think that the OP is totally off the hook here um, for like their responsibilities to... I guess, pro- providing, like, a solution in this situation and, you know, looking for a compromise as opposed to just saying no. Um, that said, I think the compromise can be, like, a pretty drastic compromise where she gets, like, 10% of what she wants and you get 90.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, there's a couple things. You know, he, he said he's, like, you know, his wife is a uh, loving... Wife and mother, but mm-hmm. also can has a temper, can get hot-headed and, you know, possibly fly off the handle like she did with the house discussion, right? Her just saying, we want a larger house. She wants a larger house. And then husband's husband saying, like, well, the math ain't math yeah, basically. And, you know, she's just kind of like, make it work. And I don't know. Like, I, I understand where, where he's coming from, where I think he's just kind of like... But, well, but, in the current situation, it can't work. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the suggestions was to make a a bunch of Excel spreadsheets, <laughs> which is what we do. We right? are spreadsheet people, you know, and I mean, but I think I think it's very well for all, right? Like you know, um the husband is you know starting his own company, he's in i t, but like maybe he has to make a sacrifice and maybe, you know, he has to get like a IT job. Like they're still hiring out here. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to make it happen, the wife is not working. Maybe the wife needs to, to get a job, be, maybe be, you know, rotating nurse or like whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, or like do something totally different that makes money. Yeah. There are all kinds of ways to make money out here, Winston. Let me tell you. Yeah. I, mean, I just I don't understand why people like don't have just money coming out of their ears.
0: Sometimes well, I mean <laughs> I, I, I'll disagree. I think making money is really tough and really hard. Mm. Being successful is really tough and hard. Um, and this is for for me. I just feel like coming from like successful to the bottom to back to quasi successful, but still watching my back. It, it's it's a it's a rough thing out here. So I don't, you know, I acknowledge, I acknowledge that, you know, and especially if you're trying to start your own business, you're trying to do like, you know, different things, but you know, they should have a frank conversation about it. They they should look at the math. They should look at, you know, like, I guess like a larger house in their area, three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. All um, I'm saying,
1: <laughs> all I'm saying is, don't box yourself in. No,
0: I mean, she's got
1: yes she's got this nursing certificate fine whatever maybe she's not the best nurse (laughs) maybe she just studies really well and that's how she got the nursing certificate but you do need to have some semblance of bedside manner when you're a nurse and you can't fake that or really learn
0: it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> true but it's also in demand right yeah and, and he's in it that's an in demand skill so like you know again like they i for me it's like i feel like they need to really have two discussions one around like their personalities because it seems like there's like deeper things in play mm-hmm. you know not just the house y'all better get to therapy so fast know? i swear um but then like the number two it's like okay cool you want three hundred thousand dollar house here's what their mortgage is like, which is, like, $2,500. And then also, too, like, here's our, our like, our monthly income, and here's, like, you know, all the, the expenses for our kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to be negative X amount of dollars. You know, we either change our positions, right? Like, you know, we, like, he, like, abandons his company idea and, like, gets like, a job a company she's she goes and works at a hospital or whatever we delay like you know again like you can you don't have to buy the house tomorrow like we started thinking about buying a house in 2019 Mm and 2023 like you you know you could save for that house and you're living in a house right now that's going to build equity build you know like whatever like you can create a savings plan um I mean, or you can just not do anything. Yeah. Like, there's well, so many different options there.
1: I think that's a great tip for him, too. Like, and I see this a lot in men that they're very linear, in their thinking, like, There's many different ways, obviously, because of the 130 comments of people with all their ideas for what to do. And people are like, don't buy a house. Yeah, you could buy a house, but buy a fixer-upper. Blah, blah, blah. There's so many ways to skin this cat. And, you know, just looking at where you are right now and her saying, like, I want to be here, like, And just looking at the straight line between those is not the way to approach it. So I think you're right in that regard. Like you, and I'm so surprised that you're the one coming up with this, Winston. (laughs) But you can like sit down and be like, great. Like I also shared this dream with you. I would like to have more space for our children to be raised. I know that's where you're coming from with this idea. Let's make a plan together for how to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, it's, again, like, there's probably deeper things mm-hmm. that are not house-related. And, you know, if he comes to her with that plan and she just brushes it off, I think there that is a deeper problem. Because, you know, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. Finances are huge in a marriage. Huge. Huge. Yeah. And if your spouse doesn't have a window into the finances and your spouse thinks that money can just like kind of grow on trees and like you just get it done. Um, Those are red flags to me, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you're, if you do that and you, your spouse is kind of like, ah, you know, I don't want, I don't have time for this. I want to deal with this. I want to deal with Excel spreadsheet. Those are red flags. Not saying like you got divorced, but it's just like those are things that you need to really truly work on. Um, because it, you know money it is real all evil but it's like unfortunately we live in a capitalist society mm-hmm. that's just kind of how we get by and it's very important to be aligned on that um so if, if your spouse is not aligned on that i, I think that that, that that that's a huge problem and like lauren said therapy <laughs> for sure and if
1: that's the way that the conversation is going like um, they're just being kind of flippant with it and, you know, not offering any real or tangible solutions. Like that speaks to probably some kind of trauma in their childhood having to do with money. And it's definitely something to dig into and discuss. Now hindsight is 2020, but y'all should have talked about this before you got married and had the first baby. <laughs> but <laughs> now that you're in this situation, if you do wanna make it work, if you believe in your vows, then I, I, think, I think it's possible, it can be done. You can revisit these discussions from the viewpoint of um, where you are now and help your spouse to do what is going to allow your relationship to thrive. Um, and, and not and not fizzle.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> or go up in flames, really. <laughs>
0: Which is more often the case with I these know. kinds of
1: conversations. I
0: know. I, I really hope, you know, they have kids, and I really yeah. hope they can, like, work it out. Um, and they're, I think they were married for, like, a, quite a bit of time, too. So, you know, look, financial conversations are not easy, mm-hmm. but they're necessary. So hopefully that, you know... Like, him and his spouse can, like, really come to that, like, like that kind of agreement. Yeah. But it's very necessary. Yeah. So.
1: There's a lot of great resources out there, too. Like, I, I think some of the tough stuff having to do with finances and married people who haven't talked about their finances is, like, well, like, it's taboo. You're not supposed to talk about money. Like, they do their thing and I do mine. Like, that's, like, a common discussion still for whatever reason in 2023 yeah but out in the world now even though that's like an antiquated way of thinking about money out in the world right now there is a lot of like forward and advanced ways of talking about and handling finances when it comes to your marriage so you can go on tiktok and get a whole bunch of free resources for how to have this discussion <laughs> and how to get it going um and these these kinds of things can be like i think anyway um resolved or move towards resolution a lot quicker um than they used to be in the past because we have so much information with the internet
0: i know but you know it t- it, it takes you can have all the information in the world but it mm-hmm. takes takes time takes practice Mm -hmm. it takes a lot you know like a lot of things yeah you have
1: to be humble
0: yeah on on both sides yeah on both sides you have
1: to you have to be self-aware and you have to look and decide um that there's a problem
0: yeah and 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 i think again like we only got one side of the discussion Mm -hmm. but i think you know the wife also has to be humble as well and To be honest, like that again, like that's tough, you know, don't know what her relationship is with money and etc, etc. And, you know, a lot of those things are are kind of tough to unlearn. So, yeah, we wish you luck, wish you luck. Uh, Whoever you were that deleted your your post. Um, hope you. hopefully you got a lot of good advice and then you know hopefully you're able to move forward yeah you know so but I, I, I see a lot of good things they just have to put it together like you know they already have a house they you know they have a job or can have like good jobs yeah they've they, got
1: the dream for a house situation they've like already paid it off it was somebody in their family's house already yeah it's oh.
0: It's, you a know, there's a, there's a lot of things that I think they they can leverage. So just have to take that opportunity. So. All right. So let's move to Couple Crush.
1: Couple Crush of the Week. Yeah. That wasn't the song I sang last time, but it's pretty close. <laughs> All right. So Couple Crush of the Week. Yeah. Um, also, news newsworthy. So uh, we were kind of going back and forth between what we were going to talk about for this week in marriage because Robin Roberts was in the news, announcing that she is marrying this year her longtime girlfriend Amber Lane um, after being together Winston for eighteen
0: years. Eighteen years.
1: Eighteen years. I just don't even know what would happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, after eighteen years of being with somebody, we were together for four years, yeah, before we got married, and people thought that was long. I know <laughs> and like well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> so eighteen years is 18 years. Wow,
1: yeah, I mean, that's epic, but but like I guess you think about it in terms of um these two being together, like, same-sex marriage hasn't, you know, hasn't really taken off until, you know, the last 10 years. it's still under threat. And it's still under threat, <laughs> it's still, it's still under threat. Um, you know. And they both have had just the whole, like, entirety of traumatic sickness, illness situations handed to them. Um, Robin Roberts has you know, had to battle cancer twice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Amber Lane is now in, you know, being treated for, I think they, they I read something that said that she had stopped treatment for uh, her for breast cancer diagnosis that she had. Um, but she got that breast cancer diagnosis, like, only recently. So now Robin Roberts is having to act in the caretaker role for Amber. They have been through it. Yeah. And there's no reason why they need to <laughs> married now (laughs) um these two i mean seeing your partner suffer through illness and standing by them that is something that you never hope would happen obviously but it forever bonds you to those to that that other yeah um and i feel like there's just like a kind of a no-duh situation when it comes to like who you pick to then, you know, be be married to for forever, um, and I just find it interesting too that uh, with with the two of them that um, Amber is like it's very much shies away from the limelight. Like there's just not a lot of like information about her out in the world and i just love how robin roberts talks about her whenever she gets the chance to she refers to her as sweet amber (laughs) i think that is so beautiful and i don't know their their love story is just kind of um you know the stuff that you hope for you know when the times get tough,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> because everybody's got these little fairy tale romances, you know, and you hear all these cute ass stories about how people got together and you know your your engagements and your la la las, but in babies and you know the wins, but you you hardly hear, I think, these days anyway, about the the hardships
0: yeah
1: um and their relationship, though I'm I'm sure you know you don't spend eighteen years with somebody and only have hardship. I'm sure they've had a lot of beautiful moments, but what they have struggled with and what likely has bonded them so closely together um, is largely because of like their their illnesses and having each other to to depend on. Um, so I think that they are deserving of this because they have now you know though the times are still very hard for them chosen that they will announce to the world and say to the world that they are forever bonded and i think that's just beautiful
0: yeah definitely definitely and and, you know it's it's really interesting you know like being together for 18 years and then deciding to to kind of like make this uh, commitment and to me is it's it's just really um yeah marriage is really interesting. Like like you'll get married and then like the next day it's like especially if you've been together for eighteen years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there are there are definitely um just um, I, I think, you know, when you're in those type of relationships too, like like Robin Roberts is is famous yeah you know, and not saying like she'll be in these streets, <laughs> but like there's a level of fame where you know you get recognized, you're kind of like you know maybe there's other there's other people out here, sure um and i I think there's a symbolic relationship to marriage that I think, even after eighteen years it, it, it you know I think like kind of shows like the commitment and shows like you know that that like that bond. I think. Mm-hmm. And that's something. Then also, too, unfortunately, out here when you're getting sick, like, I don't know what the, their insurance is. I'm sure they got that Cadillac insurance. But, you know. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> you know.
1: Hope Disney's paying well.
0: Yeah. You know, and um, I, I, I just, you know, there, there are things that being married, there are benefits at being married, um, just with, like, health care, insurance, et cetera, uh, grant you yeah um, it's a
1: huge part of it
0: yeah you know yeah. it's all
1: that kind of you know yucky stuff that people don't discuss but you need to like you gotta get it out in the open yeah like, and make sure you're making decisions that are best for you as a unit.
0: yeah yeah so I, I think this is you know maybe something where it's like you know what we're getting older mm-hmm. like this cancer thing is like is, is crazy. We have to make sure we plan for our future. So, um, you know, and they they have a really deep love, you know, which is yeah. incredible.
1: Sweet Amber.
0: You know, and it's just something, too, where it's just like, again, like you're, Amber is like somebody who's dating somebody who's on TV every single day. <laughs> and I don't know, like, that. that's a lot. That's a lot, you know. Dating a celebrity or dating somebody who's like you know it's just that's a lot of pressure if you if you're not a celebrity or if you are a celebrity yeah. you know that's it, a very intense lifestyle.
1: Well, she's a Virgo like you, Winnie.
0: Okay, so and
1: Robin Roberts isn't a Leo, but she's a fire sign. Oh. She's a Sagittarius.
0: Mm. So you know. That's the secret, apparently? I think it is.
1: I think it is. Show over. We figured out this is married. All you got to do is combine a fire sign and an earth sign. And there you shall have love. (laughs) (laughs) Love forever. I don't know where these accents are coming from today.
0: And on that note.
1: Congratulations, Robin and Amber, on your pending nuptials. We are so excited for you. And we love, love, this is a household that believes love is love. So y'all go do what you do. And we'd love to have you on the show one day. And tonight we are out. Say bye, Winnie.
0: Bye, Winnie. (laughs) All right. See y'all later. As always, love y'all. And Mm -hmm. happy new year.
1: Happy New Year
0: 2023. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: This is Married is recorded, edited, and produced completely independently. You can help us keep giving you all the delicious dish on marriage and relationships really easily.
0: All you have to do is subscribe to This Is Married on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you like to play your favorite podcasts. Then rate the show and leave us reviews on your preferred platform, and we'll be sure to keep making great content for you each week.